0: You have the divine wisdom wherein God has downpour on you on how to get through it, how to recognize a thing, how to see a thing. Sometimes, you know, uh, we, we can be, uh, when you're in your prayer closet, the Holy Spirit will show you when somebody's trying to attack you. He will speak to you right in that minute. I remember when I was being attacked, I was on a fast and this person literally came up to me, poked me in my chest and said that they wanted a piece of me. Now I am a, uh, I am from the this uh from the neighborhood. Grew up on Bergen Street in Clinton and Newark, New Jersey, and things like that. Usually, you get a trigger back right? because back in the day, you came home, somebody tried to bully you or beat you up, and you came running home to mom and dad. They said, "Go back outside," and and you 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 hey, you held up dupes and you had to hold your own, or else you would get in trouble coming home. Beat up that that's just the way it was. So mentally, I. In my flesh could have went there. But because I was fasting and praying at that time, the Holy Spirit, I could feel the presence of God. I could feel him literally embracing me, leaning and whispering in my ear, don't do it, that's what she wants you to do. Close your door and lock it. And the Holy Spirit was like, call such and such, such. The Holy Spirit was speaking to me. Everybody kept saying, I don't know how you stay calm like that. That was me. I would have went to blah, 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 blah. The peace of God. Mm -mm, mm -mm. The peace of God passeth all understanding. It shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit kept my mind intact because at that time I was a single mother. I was younger. It was just me and my daughter. And I've been on my job and I would have put up dukes and I would have knocked that sister out then that would have been uh, that I would have jeopardized my career. I would jeopardize all of what I had hard, uh, put hard work into um, building up. All of that could have simply went down the drain just like that. But it was through the leading of the Holy Spirit that gave me that peace of God that surpassed all understanding. wherein I was able to function and I was able to do what I needed to do. I'm quite sure God handled that person. And what you know the way that he's gonna handle, but I thank God for his covering in his direction because going back to childhood rearing, which I'm the and I don't blame anybody, but to handle situations with always fighting is not healthy. We we see that just on the common. But I, I, I mean, growing up, it wasn't just you know, just the where I was at, but in my neighborhood, people, you were taught that's how you survive. You have to fight. You knock somebody out before they knock you out. Somebody come at you, you make sure you better not, knock, knock them coal out because that's what they're aiming to do to you, and that's the way you were pumped up. That's the way you were trained because you were told that's the way you had to survive. Concrete jungle, brick city, that's what it was called. Woo. Thank God he's brought us from a mighty long way, right? People think they know you, but they don't know you. But thank God he has brought us from a mighty long way. We can't afford to do such things and act in such ways we're in right now in our stages of life as men and women of God, we cause for ourselves to fall prey to the enemy's tactics, get us out of character, and then we lose sight of who we are, who we are representing. And it causes for the body of Christ to be mocked. It it causes, oh, he said they was a Christian. Oh, don't tell nobody that you are uh, a part of the Presbyterian. Oh, apostle, oh bishop, and you do things like that. Oh, yeah. So we have to be careful. We have to we we do have to know how to do things. Remember when Jesus was in the garden and Peter, when the guard came up to um to basically restrain Christ and bring him, you know, before the, uh, the, uh, the king for trial. And, and, and Peter got upset and he cut the soldier's ear off. And right in that, that moment, Jesus healed the soldier's ear. Could you imagine that? You're, you're getting detained, about to get locked up, about to be sent, you know, on trial. And you're, you're not even like in a frame of mind and say, Oh, thanks, Peter. Let's run now. Jesus, no, held the ear. All right. Come on. We know what needs to happen. You know, we know what, 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 the, what my course is. And he just all the way to Calvary, Jesus did what he needed to do. And that's the way I know we're saying, well, that happened to me. It shouldn't happen to me. Nope. A lot of stuff happened to Jesus that he was, it was wrong that it happened to him. But well, what did Jesus do? He did what he keep he, he made sure that he accomplished what he was sent here to do, and we too have to have the same mentality. And the only way that we're going to be able to do that is to make sure that our minds are intact and that we face what we need to face and deal with what we need to deal with. Let me give you uh, the other scripture for tonight. If you will look at First John five. 1 John 5, verse 20. And we know that the Son of God has come and have given us an understanding that we may know him, that is true. And we are in him, that is true. Even in his Son, Jesus Christ, this is the true God and eternal life. That's the word. Jesus came, the Son of God came so that we are given understanding on how to cope and how to deal with things. And I am going to say to this, um, as a disclaimer, I am not a therapist or a counselor. I'm just speaking to you on biblical tenets and I'm speaking to you based off of knowledge and my, um, exposure and, and my engagement with helping those, uh, uh, who deal with childhood or adverse childhood experiences I'm sharing that with you and then I encourage you to take another step forward and find the help that you need if you feel that listen I'm just stunted and I think there's some things that I need to do in my life that need to improve and I just don't know why Go and speak to somebody. Find a a spiritual therapist, a a, a counselor that is full of the uh, Holy Ghost. And, you know, they have a a spiritual mindset to apply the word with their counseling and with their um, therapy to help you to get to that place where you need to be um, as a a child of God. I I advise you to do that. But I do want to share this to you because I want you to know that you can be healed. You can be set free and you can be delivered from these things. I don't care if it was abuse. I don't. People tell you, oh, you were abused. You're damaged good. No, you're not. God don't make no jump. Somebody did something they wasn't supposed to do, and so, and so happened you became the object of that misbehavior. You became the object of that hurt or that harm. But you are not damaged goods. God didn't create you as damaged goods. People will tell you, oh, you can forget about it. Oh, that's a that's lifelong damage. You gonna deal with that for the rest of your life. No, you will, you, God has given us the ability to overcome by the power and the blood of the Lamb of Jesus Christ. We can overcome. We are triumphant through Christ Jesus. Don't let anyone ever make you feel that you cannot get out of a rut. He picked us up and pulled us out of the muck and the mire. He did that intentionally. He first loved us before we even thought about getting ourselves together. Don't ever give up on yourself and don't let anyone tell you that you do not have the ability or the right. You have the right to live life and live it abundantly. You got when God saves us. and Yes, he said this joy that I have the world and give the world can't take it away. God wants you to be happy. Don't let anybody ever tell you that God does not want you. That happened to you. That was supposed to happen to you. Now deal with it. No, 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 no. We're going to work through it. That's what we're going to do. We're gonna work through it and we're gonna be delivered from the residue that those occurrences occurrences that happen wherein in it tried to destroy us. That's where we're asking God to deliver us. We don't want these things to hold us down where we are just totally destroyed in our in our hope and in, in our faith and our trust and our stamina and our tenacity and our zeal for life. No. The enemy will not have that in the name of Jesus. So I'm going to give you um, uh, just some information in regard once again to dealing with trauma. And I want you to understand that you have the ability to reimagine resilience, uh, reimagining your resilience, meaning that you have the right to say I'm safe, I belong and I matter. Say that to yourself. Say, I'm saved through the blood of Jesus. I belong because I am a child of the most high God. I'm a part of a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and I matter. He loved me. He loved me just because. Therefore, I matter. And those things you got to speak to yourself and you got to let it go deep down into your inner being. Because the damage that was done. And whatever was placed on us, it took some time for that to happen to occur. And unfortunately, as much of negativity that has has been placed on us in life, those things that we did not ask for, we have to fight just as hard positively so that those things can be uprooted. So we got to say that I'm safe, I belong, and I matter. You do. We have people that are leaving here abruptly. People that are taking their own lives because of those three things. They don't feel that those three things are happening in their life. They don't feel safe. You're safe in his arms. Jesus, the word says, God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Yes, you are safe in his arms. God will make sure that and then he will put people around you that will put that will create a safety net around you. I belong. Always remember. That's why the word says, fret not yourselves amongst the brethren. I know people still dealing with the issue of the COVID, dealing with that. Put your mask on. Come on back to church. Come on back to church. Get in your place. It's good. It's good for brethren to come. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. That gives you that belonging. I belong to something. I know these people, I work with them, but now because I work with them, we have a connection through the spirit and there is this agape love, the spirit of agape love. I belong. And then you have to know that you matter. You, you When you are in situations where you are part of a group and I'm not, don't, please don't fall prey to these cults. If any anything is telling you to read the word, pray fast, and then focus on me as a person, that's a cult. Or you can't speak to this brother. And they tell it's a whole bunch of you can't, you can't, you can't. See, who the Savior sets free there, free indeed. God tells us what we can do. He tells us what we can. There's liberty in him. So anything that's going to snag you and tell you, no, you can't go here, you can't go that, you can't wear this, you that's cultish. Oh, you gotta focus. Oh, oh, you want you wanna uh, uh, be intimate with your spouse, you go, you have to go talk to the pastor. No, that's cultish. No, no pastors, spiritual leaders are supposed to lead you to focus on having a relationship with God, teaching you how to speak to God, knowing how to hear the voice of God so that you can be directed by the leading of the Holy Spirit, not, not an individual. An individual at any given time, we can God can use us in the gift to prophesy or to give advice or to share wisdom, but at the end of the day, that spiritual leader should be telling you, look, I'm sharing this with you, but now I need you to go back in your prayer closet, and seek the face of the father so that he can give you divine instruction and he can give you a word that will show you what you need to do. That's the way real spiritual leaders operate. It shouldn't have been the focus should not be all about me, 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 me. Everything is me. You, you, you I got to buy a bed. Oh, let me call my pastor. Oh, I'm trying, I'm trying to get a pair of shoes. Let me call my pastor. That's just too much control. And I'm, I'm speaking like that because there are cults out here. In the United States alone, there are thousands and thousands of cults here in 2022. Yes. And people are falling prey to them. So I'm not saying when I say I matter, I belong. You have to get around and let the Holy Spirit lead you around godly people who are right in their spirit and in their mind. That's going to help you. That's going to encourage you and that they're going to be there to push you along the way in your walk of salvation. So those those things in resilience, that's what's helping you to become resilient. You have to reimagine yourself and you have to tell yourself, I'm safe. I belong. I matter. Okay. So that's something very important. Um, Something uh, as well, when you're dealing with trauma, you need to understand how to regulate, relate, and reason regulate relate and reason this builds a positive relationship and this also helps especially if you are parenting this helps when you can understand what that means regulate yourself relate and reason you'll be able to even help the next generation right so that's what it's about so you have to be able to regulate yourself like when I am getting angry, if I do see something that triggers me off, I got to take a minute to breathe. What does that breathing do? That oxygen, that oxygen goes and it activates your neurons and it gives you the power to think clearly. When you just snap because something triggered you off, somebody said a word, you could have you smelt something. You could have looked at something and it could bring you back to a place that you don't want to be. You got to take that minute to breathe in and breathe out. Help me, Lord. What's going on? Why this sister in my face like this? Why is she telling me she want a piece of me? You have to breathe. got to regulate yourself. You got to regulate your spirit, right? Then we have to understand what it means to relate. Even in that situation where that uh, lady was doing that, I was able to try to relate. Where is she coming from? Why is she doing this? And I was able to see that she was dealing with some insecurities. It was a jealous spirit. So I had to be able to see where this woman was coming. Because in that moment, I forgave her. She didn't even realize that. In that moment, I forgave her, right? Because now I'm not thinking just about me because I, I thought, I've regulated myself. I, I allowed for me to, to allow for the spirit, my spirit man to think rather than my flesh, okay? And then we have to come to a place of reason. We have to learn the social, like I said, it wasn't appropriate for me to throw blows with that young lady because socially that would not have been accepted with me and my profession as being an educator and um, being deemed as a professional master educator. That would have took me out of character and it would have took me out of the social realm that I needed to operate in and penalties and consequences could have occurred. So we have to know how to relate. We have to know what environment we are in. We have to know what type of people we are dealing with. And we have to always remember that we have to come back into a place on how to reason. Now, my reasoning, I said, let me go and report this because I, did, I, I had to make sure that I reasoned the situation, and scope of the situation, because easily that situation could have been turned around. Someone could have lied so- but no, I had to calm down. I had to regulate myself. I had to relate and see what was going on in my environment. And then I had to reason and I had to use wisdom. That's what reason is using wisdom on now. How do I go about getting through this? And I got through it. And that's the whole thing of the matter. When you are dealing with adverse childhood experiences, when you start to learn, mechanisms. And when you start to learn skills and tactics on how to deal with what what you have recognized to be the root of your situation or problem, then you'll be able to get through it. Okay. So I just wanted to share those things with you. So once again, first and foremost, something that's important, we have to say to ourselves, you know, we have to condition our minds. I'm safe. I belong and I matter. And then when we're dealing with things, especially when we're dealing with occurrences that try to put us back in a place where we don't want to be, remember to regulate your spirit, regulate your thoughts, relate, relate to what's going on around you. Make sure you have discernment to see what's happening and reason, reason meaning come to a place of wisdom where you, where you ask for the Holy Spirit to lead and guide and direct you. So that you can get through that situation and get through that situation with your character intact. Okay? So we're talking about we're gonna get it, we're gonna get, get through this. We're gonna talk about it more. I'm gonna share more with you, but I want you to know. That you can be healed, delivered, and set free. You know why? Because we serve a risen King, and His name is Emmanuel. That's the reason for the season. He came into this world not for Himself, but to save it, to deliver it, and set it free. He paid a ransom. He gave it Himself. God gave His only begotten Son. So whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have life everlasting. And that means you don't have to perish here on earth because of something that happened to you that you had no control. You will overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We will succeed. We will gain the knowledge so that we can succeed and we can live our lives abundantly. Until we meet or speak again, I pray that this message met you where you needed to be met. Please share it with someone else. And until we meet or speak again, may the blessing of the Lord continue to make you rich, adding no sorrow to it. God bless you. Love you. Have a good night.